You know what's sad? We're live and we're recording a podcast now, guys. You know what's sad, though, is out of all the Simpsons ones, I do not have this one. The Childrenies? Yeah. I don't know why I don't, because I know about it. Yeah. I just don't know why I didn't make an intro out of this. I made all, all the other ones. You have the great bit where where Mo goes, yeah, we don't got no Shelterinis. We want in yours. But let's <laughs> dream, we're out of air. Uh, we don't have room. I'm sorry. All right. Well, we'll just go out here and die then. <laughs> I love that Simpsons episode. It's great. It's a good one. Early one. All right. Let's get to, obviously, we're going to do a Simpsons one. Let's do the, uh, this is a classic one. Let's do this. Oh, come on, Lee. Yeah, believe me, then just look at this book that I found. <gasps> Humans, you have stopped eating. Why can you big, stupid space creature? Nobody, but nobody eats the Simpsons. Bordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review. They thought we were going to eat them. <laughs> Good God. Is this some kind of joke? No, they're serious. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone, episode 352 for Twilight Zone 59's 303, The Shelter. It was fourth place in our Twitter bracket poll, number six. I'm Phoenix West. Right legs. Dig, dig, Here's this one. I think it's this, this bracket, actually. Shelter beat out uh, the little people, and when the sky was open... They beat up little people. They beat so up <laughs> to serve man, which is ironic because I just played that without realizing that. Yeah, there you go. And then it also built a, a beat out, sorry, um, five characters in search of an exit, looks like. Wow. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, five characters in search of an exit is so much better than this episode. No. Oh, I, I think this one I, I think this one might be better than Monsters of Doom Maple Street. Yeah, I agree. You're I think it's better. You're both completely fucking wrong. <laughs> No, I, I, I have my I have my reasons. I think this is a great episode. Okay. I really I really like this episode a lot. I think this one might be my top I, five. I like this one better than uh, Monsters of Dome Maple Street for yeah. different reasons. Wow. I think I like it because it's more it's more realistic and it doesn't have the alien yeah, uh, that's why. twist. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is like the first draft of that script, basically. Well, I feel like I get yeah. shit whenever I say I like the ones that aren't sci fi related. Oh, I don't that's care what people why, think. I agree with you. I don't give a shit what people think. Yeah, I'm going to say what I like. I, I agree with you. That's why I like this one better than Maple. Because... Yeah, I agree. Well, also, we talked extensively at the end of uh, Monster Duel Maple Street about how much I hate that ending. Right. I wish they just cut back to a hill and you just right. watch them from afar and that's it. My God, look at these people. Yeah. We can't do anything. If we wanted to, we could. There, there are Maple Streets all over this great land. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Bormulus. That's Whatever a good point. <laughs> yeah. Same idea. But Frank, you said it's better than... Sorry, you think five characters in search of an exit is better than this? Yeah. Uh, better than Shelter? I've always liked that one. Okay. But it's no, not five, It's not because uh, you don't like this one, though, right? No, it's nothing to do with it. Okay. Five characters make sure. in search of an exit is a good one. That's, an, yeah. that's a, probably the best twist one, I think. Probably I just, one of the better twist episodes. It's like a Saw yeah, movie. I, I, I never saw that twist coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like it's that's just simple and I, twist. Yeah, and I really like the clown. He cracks me up. Yeah, I think this was the first episode I watched the Twilight Zone first, oh. and then I saw the Simpsons episode, and I was like, oh. oh. But I was I was super young, like six, seven, whatever that right, episode came yeah. out. I don't even know. I, I mean, I have a few problems with this episode. 
That's probably why I like five characters okay. because I have few problems with this one, but I don't really have a few problems with the with five characters in search of an exit. So that's why it beats this one out. Do you think the guy with the mustache is too much like your father? Is that why you don't like it? What? Looks like your. Do you think that the guy with the mustache looks like your dad? Well, that's what happens when the not, foreigners show up. I'm not a Jew, up. Dick. Is he a Jew? Yeah, his name's Weiss. I thought he was a Mexican. No, he's Marty Weiss. His name is oh, Weiss. I was wondering. I was wondering about that because I was like, he's not a Mexican. He's there's Marty. He, if you if you put he's him 100% in, hundred percent Hebe Kikeberger. Come on. No, <laughs> he's his character is that is a an Italian man. Yeah, he's oh, obviously yeah, very Italian. His, yeah, he's like Hispanic almost. I was like, well, wait a minute. No, it's it's. Is it, he's a Jew? Well, you're thinking like, Mexicans. Oh. You see, like your Sergio Leone movies, and you're thinking, yeah. <laughs> but he's an Italian dude. He is an Italian man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That it's man is Italian similar. through and through. Look at the teeth, man. I almost thought it was Cesar Romero for a minute. Look at the teeth. How the fuck does the teeth have anything to do with Italians? You ever watch uh, Sergio Leone movies? Like yeah, all of them have teeth. those like big ah. ass teeth that are separated by like. That's a put, European thing. You, you, not yeah, yeah. Well, you but I'm saying that that's why I know he's not Mexican because you could fit a dime between all of his teeth. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Mexican's got the Mayan teeth, the Aztec, Indian, Mayan teeth. I guess they got better teeth. What, Genetic... they all fit together without mortar? I, I guess. <laughs> they got genetically inferior, uh, superior teeth, I guess. I do have news to share right off the start here. Uh-oh. I have not only yeah, one sure. Filthy Twilight Zone to share with oh. show tonight on our live stream. Not this episode, but I do have the shelter. But not only one. Oh, I don't, I don't just have two. Oh, my God. I don't just have three. Oh, Jesus. I got four. Wow, that's a lot. Speaking of which, I see you're getting a following of, 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 of people. That yeah, are people like, are loving those shows. Yeah. Well, you get over a thousand hits on those. Like, yeah, I actually just do those and yeah. don't do anything else. They take me. <laughs> it, the only reason I did four is because once I do one, I might as well do four. Because mm. once I have that template up, it's just easy to just plug and play, you know, at that point. Instead right. of having the... Yeah, it is starting over. I love the idiots that comment, what, push, push, push is a dirty word? Like, no, you dummy. Like, it's not what he's trying. Actually, I love when they go. Some people are just so fucking unfunny, it's insane. You, well, do you think it's it's on purpose, like they're being No, no, no. They're being serious. You got to realize YouTube are the worst people. But, okay. They really are. There's, there's, like, there's a couple I, comment I, brackets I, I get. Go ahead, Frank. Like, like, no, like I've literally had to like consciously stop going into comments on YouTube videos because yeah, yeah. I just get triggered constantly. Well, that's why everybody took their comments out. I, know, I noticed that every single uh, like <laughs> a newspaper slash blog has no more comments anywhere because YouTube they is just the word. It's unfiltered. Comments. Yeah, well, YouTube has comments. Their comment so. is their their content is filtered to the fucking T. Like, yeah. oh, that's that's right leaning. Uh, get them out of there. Blocked. Right, right. But their comment section is just like an un untethered. Yeah, it's, a, it's a war zone. No man land. Yeah, it's no just a hurricane in, in a paper bag and a hurricane of just racism and like holy shit, it's, it's Char- insane. It's Charlie Bronson and Elizabeth Montgomery fighting it out. <laughs> yeah, okay, I saw that episode before. I, it's, I put that DVD. What that two? Two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insanity. Shelter was on the same disc as two. Okay. So I watched the Shelter and the Arrival. This is better than two. I like two. Two's she's, okay. She's okay. Good, but uh, she's hot. She was Chicken hot, in, in a can, huh? Oh, God. No, but, but uh, <laughs> oh, God. No, it was worse, wasn't it? Bewitched. Wasn't it so chicken thighs in a can or something? something yeah, it was like chicken legs. Oh, chicken. chicken legs in a can. Oh, God. What is it? Can. Syrup? 
I don't even know what it would be in. This ain't, this ain't over. Okay, we're, hold on. So I get several comments on Filthy Twilight Zones. It's the person who doesn't get the joke, which is Frank. Like, why why all the beeping? Is that necessary? And I go, did you? Oh, you must have missed the point. Of, all right, I usually do a sarcastic no, no, you, thing. You go, well, no, on my copy, it was really filthy. <laughs> I did that at first, and now I'm going, oh, it must have something to do with the title of the video. And then that sometimes they follow up with the title doesn't make doesn't you know make it make sense why it's beeping. I'm like, and I put I post and now I'm posting the definition from Webster's of filthy. <laughs> That's what I'm doing now. And then I get people who like just love it and they're like, oh, I love this. Keep it going. And those are fun. I love reading those. Yeah. Those I actually like. I'm pretty good about if you if you're not again if you're not into the video you're just not in the video. I'm not going to take it to heart. And then I get people you who go just like not even bother with those people that don't get it. No, I love it. I'm like because I want to be the like fun. That's the fun part for me. Yeah, yeah. But and then I get people who are like, "This is a classic episode. How could you make fun? How I don't get I've the, seen that too. And like, I just go, "You could still watch the episode." And and then suddenly you'll see those people go, "Oh, you're right. Yeah, but I see what you're doing. That's pretty funny. I just yeah." And those people are like yeah. the most honest, where they didn't get the bit, but they love the episode. But then they're reasonable when I comment back. I'm like, oh, he actually, he's actually talking to me. Okay, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, okay. And it's the same thing every time. It's the same three comments. I, I couldn't. I've got notifications too. turned off. So if I ever do comment, I don't ever see if anybody yeah. responds to what I say. I respond to every single comment now on Filthy Twilight Zones. I noticed, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I like get on YouTube and I go, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> and I don't ever, if it's someone's like, you piece of shit, how could you? I'm like, well, I'm sorry I didn't like the video, and I'm sorry that I'm a piece of shit, but my video was funnier than your comment. Or, I, I don't know, you. something. I, I'm becoming I John you. Cusack, is what I'm saying. Oof. And that sucks. But yeah. Okay, so I will. Should I do the Filthy Twilight now or at the end? I think I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, do, do one now, do one in the middle, do another toward the end, and then do one at the end. No, I'm going to one per episode, and then Pepper the last it. episode I'll do. Pepper it! Uh, in the last episode, you know what? I'll do two for the night gallery because we're gonna have yeah. nothing to say for that I one. So, that one. Yeah, exactly. but I'll, at the end of this review, I'll do the filthy shelter. Okay. Um, okay. So, Dick, it's your first time with us reviewing this episode. This episode is in my top twenty. Uh, yes. Maybe it's closer to top ten, but it's like twelve, thirteen. When we did mm-hmm. our, did we do top ten of the entire series? Do you remember that, Frank? Is that what we did? Yeah. I don't think this is on my list. I think it was just outside of it. Yeah, this didn't make the either one. Yeah, this was like, oh, I was debating, but... And it's partly because... It's got too many flaws with it. Too many preachy speeches at the end. Well, too many shrieky dames. I mean, good God. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I wanted, I so desperately wanted, like, somebody to take a gun to shoot someone in the head. Like, at, at the it's end, funny, like, the you don't hear comes Tom, out. You don't ever hear Tom Elliott be really, like... Um, confrontational or judgmental about much of the twilight zone he always tried to find the good in it but all he said maybe four or five times that this script rod just doesn't know how to write women into his script because they just turn into these shrieking things he must have called them shrieking things like four times what your baby's more special than my kids like oh i have a three-month-old what does that mean (laughs) yeah it, part of it is the problem you're where fine. a woman's voice yelling Rod's dialogue comes across as screeching where a man just looks insane. And it's not Rod's fault entirely. Why well, is it because of the... Uh, it's I mean, just it's how we delivery. view women versus it's men, delivery, honestly. Maybe it's the delivery. 
Maybe they didn't. It's know the, it can't be the delivery every day. single time, though. All right. Well, this is the fifties. I think you could you could argue that they didn't have the. No, because Rod Rod wrote um, dialogue for the chicken patterns, and she wasn't a screeching mess. No, yeah, he can yeah, do it. Yeah, she was fine. No, I'm saying if it was a guy reading those lines, he'd go, "What's wrong with he?" Would, he wouldn't come across that way. He would just come across like a guy who's concerned about his kid. We just see it differently because it's a woman. And Planet of the Apes, the chick didn't even talk. Heaven. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, oh, I fuck all those monkeys day. though. It did help Rod's script out a lot, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess it got heavily rewritten, probably. His script, his version of it, anyway. Dick, is this your... Because we're doing a redux of a classic one, it's your first time doing it with us. This is why I always ask this question. Is this your first time watching it? I assume not. I've seen it before. I just, again... The, the, the titles always fool you. You always think it's this or not, that. Not this one. This one's pretty pretty obvious. <laughs> okay, good. I, like, I, 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 I do remember this one. Yeah, this is the one the shelter. And they all fight to get in there. But my favorite part was, where are, where are you in that door? Let's go get a Bataram. They get that little weak piece of shit flagpole. Hey, fucking like, worked. If that if that was the case, your shelter sucks. That nuclear fallout, you're going to Oh, die. it's worse than that. You ain't going to live. You ain't going to live. And that's a problem with... Look, look, time out. It's not a nuclear blast shelter. No. Okay? It's, it's a bomb shelter. shelter. But still, yeah. If that little that little bing, bing, pull, pull going to knock your door open, then that it's radiation fine. is going to It's fine. Those, if you didn't understand how radiation rhythms. works, it, that actually would stop radiation. Yeah. I don't know. Enough it's wet. Why would it be wet? It's it's wet. in it's in a basement of a basement. What do you want, dude? Like, <laughs> it's a cheap TV I show. I just want a stronger door. Uh, no, I know exactly. My problem with it though is yeah, but you're thinking of a blast shelter. Like, it's not a blast yes. shelter. Well, I understand it, but still, he should have thought about that. A wooden would have worked. This isn't fine. a vault from Fallout. Well, it's not there to that. survive a nuclear fallout. It's he just there to yeah. Just thought that out. My but... my problem with the with the with the shelter is he's having a low low energy conversation through the door with his neighbor. Yeah. Oh, hey, I can't let you in. He's like, oh, I can't let you, you know, in. You know Sorry. Who the neighbor He's is. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Grandpa Joe. Uncle Evil Grandpa Joe from the Charlie Chocolate Factory movie. He looks slightly more spry here. A little bit, but He not had much. 40 more pounds on him. I just love the fact that the doctor has a 12-year-old son. <laughs> yeah, that was He's, very out of place. The boy is 12 years old, Martha. And did they really make sweaters with collars back then? It was so odd looking. Like, it's a hey, V. It's a V. Everything sweater everything with collars. collars oh, right? we just lost uh, oh, Martha Hollow. Hollow. Who? Martha Hollow. We just lost this woman in 2021. Did I share the right screen? Okay. Ah, who's this lady? That's Joe Hilton. Hi. But yeah. We just lost this. Uh, ah, this head—that's her headshot. That's, wow, that's Joe Winkler. What, what in, is this? She got, oh she got no, ten different names. One of the last things she did was Dumber Dumber Two. Oh my holy god! She was, was in she the she Yellow was, Canary here that Rod wrote. Was wow. she the um, wife? Was, was she Doctor's wife? She was. Um, what's Jock? No, she was Jerry's wife. So oh, Willy okay. Wonka's wife, you know, okay. the, the, the grandpa from Grandpa, Willy Wonka. Joe's. grandpa Joe's wife. 
You're going to stay in bed, you bitch, and I'm going to go to the factory. And oh, I get to go to the factory? <laughs> I won't work for my family, but I'll go to the chocolate factory. I love his uh, worker's comp scam that Grandpa Joe's yeah. run into that whole he's movie. A he's a piece, she's a monster. Yeah. Grandpa Joe's a horrible monster. Sleep in my he's weird... The he's the villain in the yeah, movie. Yeah, we have a queen-size bed with three other elderly people. Exactly. And he, be, and at night, he sneaks out and he goes, fucks whores. Oh, yeah. And then so then they wonder why syphilis is just doing a weird little cycle around the exactly. bed. Yeah. And then the, the mother has that song about broken dreams because that's her father and he wrecked everything she ever And wanted. everyone fast forwards. Exactly. Nobody. Since I the movie came out in the theater, nobody watches that nobody fast forward. In the theater, if you go rewatch it and they're showing it again, they fast they forward fast in the theater. Forward it. it's, but it's amazing. That song goes on forever. The film will go to normal in two seconds. You are used it's to this. So out of place. I think on basic cable, like the show on like TBS or TNT, they, they just cut it. Cut out. I, I would assume so. Cheer up, Charlie. It sucks. It's a shitty. It's not a shitty song. It's just like it's a no, fun it's movie. A horrible. It's, it's a, a horrible it, song about like give up on your dreams. That's why stupid, I like it. You stupid fuck. Like, <laughs> that's why like, I like it. But... Don't kill yourself. Get in your bed with Uncle Joe or Grandpa Joe and just give up. In case you didn't realize it, the, the movie's like that. Yeah, I know. It's setting you up for the every, movie, but it's still a boring song. Because of one good deed. It's very weird they had a bunch of British people in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And with one good... De- what does Willie say about that? What's one, it? Uh, uh, the, 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 oh, fuck. I'm God damn. Ah. The, oh, no, no. There shines a good deed or yeah. something like that. A Charlie. world. You won. Yeah. My boy, you won. Let's go get high in my elevator. Yeah. We'll get high and we'll go through a uh, flying elevator through plate glass windows. One of the best performances ever, though. Oh, no. Stop. Stop. It's the greatest. Murder. 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 Help. Police. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's he's good in that. It's the greatest. Fucking love. And then we immediately watched the Young Frankenstein after we saw that again. Yeah. I was like, all right, we need to watch another Gene Wilder movie. That's a good double feature. Yeah. And it was funny because they do the elbow shake, and I'm like, it's like COVID times. The elbow and then, the rock, but and then, with this head. And then you got you got to watch uh, Richard Pryor Gene Wilder movies that are less funny. Oh yeah, well one of them's not bad. The, Stir uh, Crazy's good. Stir Crazy. Stir Crazy's probably the better one. What's the Sydney Sino Pucci. Evil? That one sucks. Sino Evil here it was bad. You know who the bad guy though is in, in that movie Kevin Spacey. Oh is he? He's Ooh, I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It's not good. Like I haven't seen it since I was so young yeah. that I didn't even add it to movies I've seen because I. No, no memories, so I just didn't even include it on the list. There's a really good movie with uh, the shelter. Richard Pryor, Harvey Keitel, and Yafai Koto called Blue Collar. It's good movie. Blue Collar, it's like from the 70s. Very good. I recommend it for anybody to see it. Oh. Spike, it's one of Spike Lee's favorite movies. I remember Yafai Koto from a clip we played in this show. Yes. From a James Bond movie where he blows up. Yes! <laughs> I think we have, a, we have a reason to watch that again. <laughs> No I don't want to. That's fine. No. It's, okay. It reminds so, me of the shelter door. The shelter. Um, this has an 8.6 on IMDb with 2.9 thousand people. I um, agree. Yeah. I, I gave agree. it a nine originally, and I'm yeah, sticking with I, it. I, yeah. Frank, you seem to have more issues with this outside of how thin the shelter door is. That doesn't bother me. Okay. What else? What actually bothered you here? Just the shrieking women. That's it. And the fact that it was too convenient that they toast him about his fucking bomb shelter, and then the radio comes on, 
that just so happens to include his bomb shelter. It's just, it was just like bomb shelter, bomb. Like you didn't need to fucking. I get it. You got a bomb shelter. Fuck. Oh, because the original version I watched, it was not a bomb shelter. It's just a shelter. Do you want me to show you what? Because I, I found an original cut of this episode, and it was not a bomb shelter. Oh, I get it. Oh, it was a rape shelter. Yeah, yeah. This is the no, no. filthy twilight zone. Yeah, yeah. It. Let's just do it now. Come this down is a good to timing. my fuck basement. <laughs> Frank was close. Frank was closer. No birthday celebration is complete without an after dinner. As a matter of fact, I doubt if there's a single person in this room who still does not owe the good doctor for a or two. What about the at all hours of the night? Ah, yes, yes. The good doctor's shelter. Well, I'm afraid we'll have to forgive him for all that. You're a very beloved fellow, and rightly so. And you may not have the biggest in medical history. That's true. Such respect for their man with the little black <laughs> First uh, surprise party, which I abhor, and then that sloppy, sentimental <laughs> You ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> but for the time being, in the interest of national safety, we are declaring a state of yellow that if you have a shelter already prepared, go there at once. I'm going to check the air filter down there. We'll get the rest of the stuff later. Oh, Bill, I'm talking like some I bring Martha and the kids over here. We're here. Well, we're, we're ducks over there. Ducks, we don't have any protection at all. Oh, Jerry. You can use our basement. I'm sorry, please forgive I me. I kept telling you, Jerry. All of you, get ready. Build a shelter. The card parties and the barbecues for maybe a few hours a week. You probably will survive. But you'll have on your hands. You're a duck. You're supposed to people. You shut your wife. Let go. That's the way it is when the f***ers come over here. You've got a bunch of young f***ers outside who want to stay alive. I mean all of us. A lot of naked, wild animals who put such a price on staying alive that they'll f*** their neighbors to death just for the privilege. <laughs> fuck their neighbors to it was, death for the privilege. Yeah. It, yes, and it was the first time I ever made the N-word out of a beep. Yeah, I, I, I felt that one. I was like, oh, you shit. got a bunch of neighbors outside. <laughs> <laughs> Your kind come in here and take over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a second time I did the N-word as well in a future episode that we'll watch at the end of our show, our live oh stream. Oh, my holy God. You get three N-words in a row. Wow, what a day. All right. Um, that was the version I watched. It was disgusting. Like, Apparently, they wanted to be raped by him in the basement. It was strange. Rod, Rod, Rod's got a very filthy disgusting imagination yeah they they film the filthy script that he wrote and then they film it like one for you one for us sort of thing like, here's yours rod now yeah. let's do one for cbs play it safe which is a bomb shelter and then jordan peele got a hold of all these and released them because he figured why not yeah and he's slowly trickling them out to me yeah jordan i appreciate peele, it 101 best buds can't oh, wait to see his new turn movie. The banner back on. Whatever it is. It's about aliens, it looks like. It's called No? It's called Nope. Nope. That's right. I want to make fun of it. I love the title. Because it's like that's him nope. saying, like, go fuck yourself, Hollywood. <laughs> it's well, called it's, Nope. It's, it's, well, the idea is that it's like, nope. I ain't yeah. going in there. Nope. I, my my theory is all the black people survive because I think it's gonna be a commentary on how black people go, ah, nope, not part of this. I don't want to be involved right, yeah, in this yeah. and they all survive. And I hope that's what happens. I hope I'm just right. Just like just like the black guy in Halloween three. 
He, he takes the guy into the hospital. He goes, I'm fucking gone. I'm coming. I ain't going to be in this movie no more. Not he, like the he, black he, guy in uh, uh, Friday the 13th 5, I think it is. Uh, he Damn enchiladas. He dies a horrible, horrible death. <laughs> While shitting his brains out. While shitting his brains out because of the enchiladas. What's well, like Miguel... It is a famous actor. Well, it's not a famous actor. But he's, a, he's a known actor. Yeah, he's in a. He's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, the dead, the zombie movie. Er, Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, he's in that one. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the shelter, um, the shrieking women. Yeah, I can see that being a problem. It doesn't really bother me because it, my problem with the episode, the reason why I didn't quite make my top ten, because I love it, because there's no sci-fi at all. And then it's nothing happens. It really is similar to uh, Monsters on Maple Street, right? Where except something is happening there, but yeah, except the fucking ending. So, but the, well, it's just that twist. Yeah, man. the point the is, is, people losing their fucking minds. I find more fascinating than anything alien related. <sighs> yeah, it was just the escalation wasn't very uh, generic. It was forced. It was too forced. It was just it's inferior. Well, do you think it's because it's so it's just it's like twenty two minutes? Yeah, it's sure. so short. I think if it was just an hour long, if this is a season four episode, yeah, you think it would be better? That was one of my thoughts that this could have. Yeah. This was one of the few episodes that could have benefited from a season four format. I right. feel like we did say that on our pre our original episode, right? Because it's true. Yeah. Because everything you said at the beginning there, Frank, with the birthday, he has a bomb shelter. Oh, and you know, it's all clear set up. Yeah. It's like but, I get it, you know, but they have just, to get so heavy handed. It just, it just. Pimp punches you in the face with it. it's like a lot this. of rape in oh, this shelter. I thought you were gonna say pimp slaps you. Yeah, <laughs> just pimp slaps you right in the face, you know. Yeah, especially those neighbors. Damn, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with your complaints, Frank. It is heavy-handed. The women are annoying, but that's just in general. But <laughs> it, it doesn't detract for me. My like I was starting to say, my problem is the end. I think the end is way too heavy. His long speech. Yes. Can we is, ever go back is. to normal? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so much better if he walks out and they're just like, "We'll have a barbecue," and he's just like, just doesn't say anything, and just it, well, walks he, he the fuck like, upstairs. He, they're dead. Like you're yeah. all dead to me. I'm. Di- I'm going to move. The tomorrow. bomb you went off. Dead. You're all dead. Like that yeah. should have been the point. Yeah. Instead like, of all we're all naked animals yeah. who. F- well, fuck their neighbors if given the chance, you know. That, you get that well, privilege script. If given the privilege, yes. I still don't think that guy, I think that guy, the Italian guy was a bit much. <laughs> it threw me off. You're kind. It's because of you. You start talking. Uh, what, what, what do you do? Do you make spaghetti? Like, I don't understand what's going on here. Oh, a little. Is this trivia? Do I bring this oh. up? Ooh. I thought you guys already did that years ago. Question. Any good, any good tidbits in there? Um, hold oh, on, really? talk about it. Not much. There's not much really to talk about. I mean, what was that book that you had you just brought out, Frank? What was it? Was that the like the, the Twilight Zone Companion? It is the one written by the guy that does the podcast, or not a podcast? No. He, the he's does, the guy that you hear on he the commentary. Commentaries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that book is probably what twenty who, years old. No matter who he's sitting with, is his one of his best friends. Best friends, I noticed that. Yeah, I'm here with my great friend, Marv Wolfman, who yeah. wrote and created Wolverine. I'm here with uh, Philip Baker Hall, my best friend. He's dead. It doesn't matter. He's not no, dead. No, he just died, didn't he? I think he's still alive. I think Philip Baker Hall is still around. He just died like a couple months ago. 
I think he might be alive. I'm not sure. No, You're I just right. I just heard that he died. I feel like I feel like he's alive. Wow, is he still alive? I think he is. This guy wrote a book at the right time at the right. Why place did time. I? Okay. Pause. Sorry, oh, Frank. Thinking... I no, I literally heard a story. Saw a new one of those clip clickbait things. Right. And I usually I look into those, but I went. He's 88 or something. Yeah, he's yes, dead. And I yeah, just right, went. Right. Okay, he's dead. Still alive. Who? Well, Philip Baker Hall. You know who he is. I'll show you his picture here. Well, so I, I know you don't know who he is. Hold on. Celebrities who died this year and have his picture on there. Is that what this it was? This is a terrible photo of him. Ooh. Can I find that a better like picture? Is that okay? I'm gonna go back. That's that's Wikipedia though. Maybe IMDb's got a better. Um... No, no, he's still alive. He's 90 years old. You know who this guy is? He's in a ton of shit. He's in Tom PTA movies, Paul Thomas Anderson movies like Hard Eight. Here, you know, he's in. You know who this guy is. Hard Eight's a really good movie. Did you ever watch Hard Eight? Magnolia, Boogie Nights, Hard Eight. Those all three. Of those are Paul Thomas Anderson. Rush Hour. Yeah. Rush Hour. Paul Thomas Anderson. He's in a Room One Hundred Four episode. We need to do that next in an anthology series. Oh. Remember that robot one we did? That was great. Oh, no. Frank, do you want me to find my book or grab my book and then find that page so I can read it? Or do you want to read it? Yeah, I got it right here. If you okay. want to read it, what's it say? It's not. It's not very long. It's only half a page. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Is it? Is it a, a synopsis or is it a his review of it? The last paragraph is a his okay. review. Good, good. And the first is a synopsis. Which you want? To, which one do you want? I do not want the synopsis. I mean, I I I I do like Rod's intro. Yeah, to get it. You know the. The, the script is never terrible, but we did a laugh. lot of them were like that, though. I, I a said, lot of them had to do that. I two two times my wife laughed because we watched this together because I've been trying to expose her to more and more good episodes. Well, Mark Martin Scorsese uses the same whip pan in a number of movies as well. Yes, but they happen a lot. First time she laughed was the whip pan. She's like, ah, because it it's cuts to him in front of those same trees he's in front of her uh, with the real Martian police stand up. Right. I feel like he did all yeah. season three in front of those fake trees. Yeah. And then the second time she laughed was they, they're like, we're going to get a battering, battering ram. And then two seconds later, they run down and then run back. Yeah. And, they have, yeah. and I go, hey, honey, go grab a battering ram. How lost are you for days? You'll, you'll spend weeks getting a battering ram, right? No. Well, there was, there was a moment before that where they said, uh, they said, Hank Storm has one. Go get that. I'll work as a battering ram. They do have that throwaway line. Where they do set up that they know one is there, and they all go out and get it. Yeah, but it takes. But it looks like a flagpole. It's, it's like a, a, it's, it looks like a tetherball pole. <laughs> it's clearly a tetherball pole or a stop sign pole or no. something. But it looks like at first it looks professional, and then they start hitting the door, and you're like, oh, those are just like they took the bolts out of the cement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Okay, Frank. Sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Finish your yawn. Was it delicious? No. Sorry. Uh, the, the plot of the shelter is simple. Unfortunately, in making his point, which is that everyone is rotten in a crisis, <laughs> Serling did not pay enough attention to logic and characterization. The people are clearly cardboard cutouts being moved around as the story dictates. One character violently objects to battering down the door of the shelter in order to get in, and yet then a moment later he is one of those manning the battering ram. <laughs> his character is my least favorite in this episode because he is devil's advocate. He, yeah, he's he's left and right shoulder constantly. He's it's he's like standing he, on both. He and he doesn't get any any sort of redemption or anything. They all just get blamed equally at the end. 
in that long speech he has about animals. Yep. Um, this is clearly not a logical, dramatic progression, but rather a too obvious and heavy-handed manipulation by the writer. That's my point. That's what I felt the whole time. I, I don't. Just, I don't disagree. It was. That's why you know. Anyway. That was Rod in one of his messianic moods, says Lamont Johnson in the episode's director. Aubrey it was Lesojos. What? Aubrey Lesojos. What is open, open your eyes. <laughs> open your eyes. Open your eyes, vanilla sky. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. He was closing his eyes. I want to wake him up. Who? Dick was. Me. I, I think know. he was I... picturing a, picturing what you're saying. Yeah, I am. I, I'm listening to the voice of the <laughs> I was doing British my guy. Penelope Cruz line. Uh, uh, furthermore the director said it was too uptight with its own self-righteousness I think I found it an interesting idea I think the thesis was excellent but I think its devices and its general style style of writing were just a little too pompous yeah I don't know if it'll be pompous hold on I want to congratulate Frank on reading something in a really good clip like you no. were you were trucking along there you've been practicing no, I just, I've read that a thousand times. Okay. Right that was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've heard Tom and, and the Pones read that paragraph out. Fucking oh, okay. Like 1500 you have it memorized now? <laughs> Basically. It is, I, I don't disagree that it is heavy-handed, because it clearly is. Um, Very is, yeah. It's an episode where you have to go, like, all right. There is no characterization. It's they are cardboard cutouts yeah. just being moved around where they need to be to it, to further the plot along. Just like Monsters in Maple Street, where I go like in my editing mind, I just go clip off the last forty five seconds. And amazing, amazing episode. Right. This yeah. one you go all right. First three minutes, last six minutes. All right. Yeah. That oh, it's really good. Like in mm -hmm. my mind, because I don't really focus on that because I don't like it. So, and that might be a little self selective. But I, it doesn't deter me from loving this episode. It is a... I love it. I don't know. Sometimes I like the over-the-top dialogue, though, because it gives it that that um, nostalgia feel. Like, that was that style, that sort of 50s... I'm going to talk like this to you right now, and all the women are shrieking. Shut up, girls. It's, it's like, you can't do that anymore. Women have to be just as brutal as the men. Uh, I, I, it was fun to see sort of these awful uh, stereotypes come to life. It's wonderful. Wow. It's so quaint. Wow. It's such a quaint thing to see. <laughs> that was a terrible sentence. No, it's true. It's it's just nice. It's like it's like a warm blanket. It's like back when no one gave a shit and made points on this shit. Where they just like they saw it for the message. They didn't have to nitpick it and say, Oh well fuck that. This guy don't like women or Jews. But no, but that's the point. Like that's what's happening. But it's just like ugh Back when you just go, oh, it's not real. Yeah, that too. Can we just pretend it's like, like it's it, fiction? That was a, that was about what happens when people want to kill each other for no reason, and then they realize they shouldn't. Like, oh my God, we're all human and we're all fucked up. And that's what I love about the episode. I love the yeah. feeling it creates. I yeah. do agree it would be way better as an hour-long episode because it would yeah, build that be tension. Better. Because out, out of nowhere, ugly Rod Serling character, uh, Magellan, just goes... <clears throat> yeah. You fucking foreigner! And I'm like, where did this come from? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you semi-Americans. <laughs> yeah, he plays Magellan, a character named Magellan in the uh, Odyssey of Flight, Odyssey 33. Flight 33. Yes. Mm. Frank loves that character and he's that episode. The, he's, he's the flight engineer, yeah. yeah. 
Is that the one with the dinosaurs? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The most expensive shot in the entire show. Real the, the, the stop motion dinosaurs. Wasn't it like thirty thousand dollars for that one shot? Yeah. Wow. That's like it, it was so bad. Like, good God! I wonder if they used it for other shows and other subsequent movies or something. Because if you did it once, you just replace it or replay it in another movie, and it would work probably. They spent all that get, money, and they didn't explain why it. the the pilot was that close to the ground to, to see dinosaurs. It's three, no, it's the scale. I swear, I swear, it's the scale. It's a ten thousand foot dinosaur. They're, Sorry. they're fucking big, dude. They're big dinosaurs. Did you read? Did you see Jurassic Park? They were made of clay back then. They're they're five hundred thousand feet long, and they were made out of clay. And they and they didn't sound like that at all. Covered in feathers. And they spoke perfect English. So excuse me. Yeah, there is some stuff wrong with it, but overall, love this episode. I don't really yeah. know how much with to say. That's, Do you remember? You know, I, I, there's no commentary. No, I know. There's no commentary on the D- there on the Blu-rays. There is no commentary on it. Well, there. Yeah, there's nothing. There's this seems no, like um, this is you know. prime for the plucking here to do a commentary. Yeah. Martin Graham's Jr. or you know, well, I Zickery. think that's a, that that review I just heard him writing that that gives me the feeling he didn't care to watch it again. He's like, I have nothing to say about this. I'm done. I don't need to go. I don't need to have Marv Wolfman on the show or or interview some star from this episode because they're dead and they're all dead. They're all dead. I don't think one person's alive from this. The reason I p- paused earlier is because I'm looking up in the the kid in this episode, the 12 year old. His yes, name is Scotty. Say, he might be alive. His name is Scotty Morrow. And I was like, "Is that Vic Morrow's son?" No. That's why I paused. That's, yeah. But it's not. I don't. I don't see any not. reference to that. Scotty Morrow. <laughs> but sorry, when I see a Morrow name on the Twilight Zone, I'm going to look into it. You're going to double check it, of course. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm curious, but and make sure there's no helicopters around him. Good God, him or uh, Bud Buzz or, Kulik. Uh, Bud uh, Seagal. Did he do this one, or who directed this episode? Buck. This Buck is Lamont, Lamont, Lamont Johnson. Johnson. He directed a few of them. Yeah. Um, this is good to get into on a Redux. Let's talk about Lamont Johnson because he did do quite a few of these. He did. Let me pull yeah, up. He, he did a lot of good ones. He's one of the yeah. prolific directors. One of the hardworking men of his day, if you will. Listen <laughs> to Tom Elliott's show. But he directed... Uh, okay, his last episode fucking sucks, but it's well-directed. Passage on the Lady Anne. Mm. Hour-long episode, season four. The one directly after on Thursday we leave for home, if I'm not mistaken. He also did Hocus Pocus on Frisbee, which sucks. Oh, boy. Four mm. o'clock, which sucks. Kick the can, which sucks. Hate it. Mm. He directed an episode which is very, very similar to this one. One more Paul Bearer, which mm. is that guy is a bomb shelter, but the bomb goes off in his mind, you know, and goes crazy. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's similar to this, and he 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 goes <laughs> off in his fourth grade teacher when he's a fifty-five year old man. Um, yeah. He directed Nothing in the Dark, which is a very, very good episode. Sentimental, great. Love that episode. Robert Redford. Yeah. What's like her name? It. Gladys. Is that Gladys Knight? No, yeah. that's a... That's a... That's, that's Gladys a, Knight a, Yeah. <laughs> Once I said Knight, I was like, nope. It's, it's Gladys Cooper. <laughs> Gladys Cooper. Thank you. Um, Alice Cooper's mother. The Shelter, which is this one. But after he did The Shelter, he did Five Characters you in Search of an Exit. 
Oh, okay. So, so he did that one too. He okay. was the guy, Frank, who did that whole the set of that was a on its it was on a thing and it, it was, was tilted over yeah. and it would roll like yeah. make the actors you know Yeah. It was it was pretty obvious how they were doing it, but it's I guarantee cool. that one has a commentary by uh, uh <coughs> oh, it's almost guaranteed you. has to, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that's a good episode. I don't like how he's the fucking foremost expert on Twilight Zone. Though. Is he not, um, though? I, no, you're yeah. the for, no. You're the, you know who the foremost expert in Twilight Zone is? Phoenix West. No. Mm-hmm. And Frank Lane. No. This is why Frank and you go, you're an expert at Twilight Zone. I go, no, no, no. Zickery is. Zickery and Martin Graham's Jr. They're. Graham's Jr. would be, yeah. But Graham's Jr. is like. The catering budget was $67 per person. It's yeah, like, nobody gives a shit, Martin. That's why you're not in the commentaries. <laughs> you're boring. But Zickery's like the best of... He's like the best of knowledge and entertaining. Like, his commentaries are fine, right? They're, they're You can listen to him. He talks. He keeps the actors talking. Because the act, actors have nothing to fucking say ever. No, uh, they look, don't. The actors they're are the most boring people in the world. I don't know if you know that. But they're, yeah. they're so fucking boring. And he'll be like... What do you think about? He has to ask the questions and prompt them because an actor comes you know comes alive when they get a question, a direct question, or if they're told okay. to read this. And the one that comes to mind is the commentary with the the guy that was in Adam Twelve, um, that one episode with the, the doppelganger. Yeah, yeah. Parallel universe. No, it's a mirror image. Mirror image. He, they had him on the commentary, and he was just like. Well, if you guys are interested, I'm doing a I'm doing a website, a podcast thing, and uh, we're going to be going to the chili cookoff in in Springton. We're going to be there. I was just like, oh my god, what are you doing? He's like, dude, nobody's listening to this in real time. This Nobody is going to come out cares. in two years on yeah. a Blu-ray, and you're going to be dead. Like you're going to be dead by the time Dick Dickett hears this, you're on the ground. Like, oh yeah, you'll be on the ground for two years. I like how you made it about you, but yes. Yes, well, guess what? (laughs) Well, that's why I said I'm like, I'm secondary tier, where I know the episodes, I know some of the actors. I I am nowhere near those guys, though. They are the experts. They're the ones in charge of of how people see those, the, the show at this point. Because, Frank, think about how we do this. Who do we go to in a moment of crisis or we want to know more information? You pull out the motherfucker's book, don't you? Yeah, every exactly. Time. So, yeah. And well, we, yeah, it is kind of convenient. Yeah. Okay. It, but that's that's an expert on the show. I'm I'm just a fan. I know, but I know stuff. But again, but. he he wrote this at the perfect time to just happen have happen to have it shoved in every box that ever sold. Yeah. He wrote it. He wrote it in really eight, early. Eighty nine. I thought the early ones were like eighty six. So I mean, this one says the original. Uh, I mean. Let, I don't know, let me my original, hold on. My original from the U.S. Army. <laughs> Ooh. Thrift store? Uh, eBay. I'm Pro- looking it up right now. Property of the U.S. 82. Army. 82. Fort Ord, California. He originally wrote in 82. Mm. So really, less than 20 years after the show stopped airing. So a lot of those people were alive. So he got in on the ground floor while those guys were alive, got to interview them, got to do all wow, this stuff. Wow, 82. You're yeah. Right. Yeah, this one's eighty-two. Yeah, and he got, he just got. Well, we have the we have the fourth edition, right? Uh, but his first edition's edition. eighty-two. Okay, second edition's eighty-nine. I think he's up to four now, though. Well, I mean, this one's this one was brand new. From oh yeah, a year ago. so we have yeah, Frank, we have the second edition because you sent me the exact same one you have. Yeah, 
Yeah. And uh, I like the cover of that one more than the other ones. They're just standard Whoa. space background. Because look at this. Dick, wake the fuck up. Wait, this I'm one? listening. <laughs> this one? Because we have this one. <clears throat> yeah, I like this better than these old ones. Like the first. Those are the third what? edition. So on Did your left. With, were those included in those box sets years ago? When they yeah. had like, the really thick ones? Yeah, it's that. Th I thought it was a thinner one, though. Like a. No, it was it was the one that was the first. Was it just it a smaller like font? Volume. It was like volume one, volume two. No, volume it was in that box that you bought at Disney with, with all the VHS. It cost five thousand yeah, yeah. dollars. Yeah, it cost a thousand dollars. I can imagine. Can you imagine that? Oh, back in the day. Wow. Hey, I'm a guy who spent ninety bucks per box set. You're right. On DVDs back in film school. Yeah, yeah. When DVDs were thirty dollars a piece. But it was the special. Well, especially at Amoeba. Well, Amoeba, there were sixty-eight to seventy-eight dollars usually in that right. range. I bought all five, all five, not seasons, collections, and it was chaos. If you want to watch them in order of, of release date, like one hundred one, one hundred two, one hundred three, good fucking luck. Your eject button is your best friend at that point. <laughs> God damn, I, I don't miss those days. And now I got them on Blu-ray, and it made very clear how terrible the walls of this set were. Because I want to show this. You can see it's a piece, a solid piece of just like, what's it called? That you put up on the wall in a film drywall? set? Drywall? No, it's not drywall. It's, it's that thinner shit. And it's just like lines they put across to represent bricks. Oh, 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 the, the, the um, oh, I, um, the, the... I'm going to pull it up. You'll see it here. It does look out of place. It's like so mm -hmm. obvious it's not really brick. Yeah, it's very obvious. It, they, they, they made it look like sloppy mortar coming out in between the seams of bricks. Okay, look at this. It's not but even coming one... out. It just looks like they just went... You can see the guy doing that. There we go. It looks... It's not sloppy, but it is clearly not brick. Because look at this. It's very obvious. All right, I got it pulled up now. Look at that. It's clearly one solid piece, and they just put this across. Like, it's it's done to scale. Like, but there's no down lines. There's no yeah, vertical exactly. lines like, to make the bricks. That's all I keep looking at. Like, why is there no? It and why would there be brick on one side and sheetrock on the other inside the house? That doesn't make any sense. And this is no, going down to the basement. Yeah. This isn't the actual shelter, but <clears throat> still, it's. Yeah, but the shelters have the same shit. But you wouldn't put wood like this throughout the whole wall if this is sharing a wall with your kitchen. It doesn't make yeah, sense yeah. to have a full wall. And if it is a full wall, you wouldn't put the this here. Exactly. None of none of it adds up to making sense. No. I need to turn the AC on. Holy shit. I'm sweating up a fucking storm here. Last thoughts on the shelter. Because I do want to move on. I feel like we've talked this to death. I love it. I give it a nine. I'll give it an eight and a half. I'll give it an eight and a half. So we all give it a nine. Great. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Frank, I I'm follow concerned what you give different episodes then, because you gave this an eight and a half. What do you give uh, five characters in search of an exit? Probably nine. Okay. What do you give uh, Monsters doing Maple Street? Probably an eight. Wow. Or eight, or eight and a half, maybe. I don't know. I think Monster Zoo Maple Street like was like number six or seven on my list. I don't remember. 
Yeah. Yes. I think besides, my, my mind changes constantly anyway. It's true. And it, it really depends on your mood at the time. This is true. With anything, really. Because uh, our next episode is Night Gallery. <laughs> and I had to do something. And I was like, all right. All right, I'll, I'll explain in the next episode. This does not make any sense. I don't want to give anything I away. I was, I was cleaning my kitchen at the time. <sighs> you didn't fast forward, right? No. Okay, good. Liar. I can, so, I can do it. I can, t- I can do verbatim the episode. Uh, the shelter, you get thumbs up from everyone oh, here. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Good episode. It, it. it really it, it, we have, It's nitpicky, but it, there are some problems with it, obviously. Sure. Even I hate the last six minutes, five minutes, whatever, how long this speech is. But I still love the episode in general, or overall. But, uh, yeah. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Pray with. Say it. So long, Uncle Joe. Grandpa Joe, sorry. Oh, I should have got some music from him. Grandpa Joe.